Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Standard Definition, the retro nostalgia podcast here on the Boss Rush Network. I am one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me for this round of Indiana Jones is none other than the joy of the XP cast and my favorite co-host on the Citadel. His name is Stoy Yovich. Clearly, I've gone up in your hierarchy that I am now the first introduced uh, person in this so I, I I do appreciate that. That humbles me very greatly. Thank you. Paul. You're always the first person I introduce when we're on a podcast together. Well, when we're on Arsenal X, it's only me. So I would hope you'd I'd be the first to. You're be still the first, unless you go and like welcome everybody. This is uh you know Arsenal X blah blah whatever. I'm here with me. <laughs> Can you imagine starting a podcast like that? I'm here with me, and then to my right is some other guy. I, I seem to remember a podcast like that with this uh, guy that's with us. His name, the man, the myth, the legend, Infinite Rewind himself, Matthew Keel. Oh, that's me. Uh, Sala, I said no camels. That's five camels. Can't you count? Compensation for my brother-in-law's car. Yes. <laughs> let uh, the quote. Let the quote fest begin. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote it in my diary so I wouldn't have to remember. (laughs) Stop, stop, stop. You're going the wrong way. We must get to Berlin. (laughs) Brody's this way. We must go to Berlin. (laughs) I can't do a Connery accent to save my soul. It's okay. Rest in peace, Sean Connery. R.I.P. that man. Wait, did he die? Yes, like a year and a half ago. This is awkward. No (laughs) shit? Yeah. Oh man! Well, well I mean, admittedly, I'm, I'm he did sorry. Drop off the face of the earth. You know how many people I've seen die in front of me? I'm sorry, I forgot a celebrity died. My bad. <laughs> it's, you know, that's fair. I don't know whether he's kidding or not. Is he I'm kidding? Not. Does, does, I'm does not Matthew kill people? He, he. I don't know. Like he died on October 31st, 2020. Oh no shit! Yeah. I, I just want to ease my conscience. You don't go around killing people, right? No, I'm an x-ray tech at a trauma center, and it's a pandemic, so I've seen a lot of people die from COVID. Shit ain't fake, y'all. <laughs> yeah. He passed, he passed away at 90 from pneumonia. Yeah, he was um, – yeah, he dropped out the face of the earth for quite a while, and then mm-hmm. – yeah, I think just kind of was really sick. Yeah. But... Well, I, I mean, uh, I'm not a doctor, but uh, I do know – one of the things that is just uh, pretty deathly for the elderly is pneumonia, because eventually your lungs just can't just can't just can't keep the water out anymore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is that what they call the winter the the winter? No, that's the heart attack. What do they call like end state like pneumonia? That they call it something. Pneumonia. Yeah, I think it's just it's just I'm going to go back. Pneumonia. I mean, I again again that there might be a there might be a, a jargon between doctors, but a lot of time it's just pneumonia. Yeah. Well, anyways, we're not here to talk yeah. about pneumonia. We're here to talk about Indiana Jones in the You're last You're the one that brought crusade. it up. I am. You're, You're right. I'm sorry. God. 
This is Standard Definition, the Retro Nostalgia Podcast here on the Boss Rush Network, where each and every Sunday we come together with our friends from around the internet to talk about games, movies, shows, and other topics that make us nostalgic. You can catch, uh, you can support us, wow, wow, you can support us and get the show two weeks early by heading over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Boss Rush Network, and subscribe on free feeds. Remember, you get the show two weeks early for just a dollar, one dollar four quarters ten dimes 20 nickels and 100 pennies hmm and like what one and a quarter of those canadian fake monies up north i don't know what it's worth anymore do it again (laughs) if you listen on apple Podcasts and spotify please leave us a five-star review you can catch all of our content on youtube and on bossrush.net Remember to get your Indiana Jones logo shirt on our store for standard def. It's exciting. It's exciting. We don't have a fedora or a whip, though. Sorry, guys. That'd be cool, though. Be cool. I still have my fedora. I got it at the uh, Indiana Jones uh, ride at Disneyland when I was 14 years old. Why didn't so you wear it? It's at my parents' it? house. It's at my parents' house. Why didn't you wear it? Huh? This is at my parents' house. Well, go there and get it. I can't go now. I mean, we I could pause. I didn't think about it until just now. Don't worry. We, we have talk. one more of these to do, Stoy. You can wear it for that one. Okay. I'll try I'll try to remember. I've always, I've always wanted to look good in a fedora. According to my wife, I just don't. Not a lot of people look good in a fedora. No. And also, fedoras have been ruined by a lot of assholes over the years. Yeah. Actually, I think it's the hipsters that ruined it. Well, no, I don't know. It's not. There's a lot of big tech assholes that wear fedoras. Like, it's 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 a whole, it's a whole thing. We don't need to go into it. It's a whole thing. <laughs> uh, it's just easier to blame the hipsters, at least in my age, our age. So, guys, speaking of fedoras <laughs> and people that can pull it off, Indiana Jones. Am I right? The intrepid yeah. explorer Indiana Jones sets out to rescue his father. A medievalist who has vanished while searching for the Holy Grail. Following clues in the old man's notebook, Indy arrives in Venice where he enlists the help of a beautiful academic, but they are not the only ones who are at, who are on the trail, and some sinister old enemies soon come out of the woodwork. There's a synopsis, guys. I don't think that synopsis encompasses... I hate these guys. <laughs> I don't think this this encompasses the entire movie. <laughs> no, I was gonna say there was. I mean, it's not whatever. really supposed to. It's. I mean, I know, but yeah, you just like you look up the synopsis of movies. Synopsis, synopsis, synopsi, synopses, synopses, synopses. Yeah, and it's just like man, it's like when you go on Twitter and people do that thread of like describe your describe your favorite game or movie and. The Wrong answers possible. only. <laughs> yeah. God. Anyways, this movie was. It's, through... good, it, it's good to see my pay, MySpace quizzes are still alive, even in this new age of social media. Are they? Yeah. I mean, well, you know, like you know, you know like MySpace people... is still alive, isn't it? Yeah, it's no, like I think a it's music thing. Dead. No, it's dead. No, it's not. Could have sworn it was dead. Gosh, if I go to MySpace and get a virus, I'm going to cry. Same. Hmm. Nope, it's a music thing wow it really is holy crap smashing pumpkins is on the front page 
announce 11 date U.S. tour. Oh, good for them. Wow. Ugh. Britney Spears signs a $15 million book deal for memoir. Hmm. That's well, that's what you get on MySpace these days, guys. Yeah, yeah it's more like it's, on, it looks like it's that more was like on a major news, news outlets space. as well earlier. I think that was today or yesterday. But are you saying you don't yeah. go to MySpace for all your news? No. Stoy does. Yeah. Stoy looks like a mice. That's the reason. That's the reason. I, that's the reason I asked about it because I knew one of you would go, and uh, that way I don't have to. So thank you for that. Yeah, that was a trap. <laughs> I trapped you. I trapped you, Corey. Mm. You did. You did. What's your MySpace handle, Stoy? Cycles, cycle soccer guy. I don't remember what my handle was at the time. Man, it's been so long. Hmm. I don't really remember what mine I was think either. My, I think my display name at one point on MySpace was now with spectacular action kung fu grip. Mm. Why I, I don't I don't know. That didn't age well. It did not. <laughs> it did not. But then again, like I've not I've not actually logged into MySpace in a decade plus. That's, it's it's probably been longer than that for me. <laughs> Probably. Like, I think I remember. No, it's it's been since right before I started X-ray school. So that would have been 14 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was directed by Steven Spielberg. It was released on May 24th, 1989. I didn't realize it was so long after Temple of Doom. It was over five years. Yeah. Uh, had a budget of $48 million, which was over double of what Temple of Doom was, and made $474.2 million at the box office, about $120 million more than Temple of Doom. Uh, overall thoughts on Temple of Doom. I'm pretty sure, based on conversations we've all had previously, we're all pretty high on, on Last Crusade. Sorry, I meant Last Crusade, not Temple of Doom. Yeah. Last Crusade. Yeah, I was going to oh, say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Thought, overall, thoughts, Stoy? We're going your way first. <clears throat> oh, geez. Um, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I'm still actually trying to see if I can log into my old MySpace account. I suppose, <laughs> I, should focus, I suppose I should probably focus on. Uh, I typed in the Google search bar. Can you log into your old MySpace account? And apparently you can. You just have to remember the email that you used. Yeah, I don't anyway, remember the email I used. At I don't all. even think my email is even in existence anymore. Yeah. Wow. Skaterboy69 at hotmail.com. Maybe that's what it was. Is it boy with an I? I just told it to you. <laughs> um, so uh, Last Crusade was, uh, you know, I, I still hold that Raiders of the Lost Ark is the best one, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. Uh, 100%. Last Crusade is like a very, very, very close second. I mean, it literally captured all the magic and all the, you know, kind of discovery that's uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark had, where it was like, you know, um, it even started from the beginning, where like, you know, you got Indiana Jones teaching, and then all of a sudden, you know, Marcus comes in and he's like, "Hey, I got a job for you," and then all Marcus. of a sudden, the job becomes a lot bigger than uh, you know what it was, so or what he thought it would be. But honestly, just th the grand sense of adventure and fighting a mortal enemy in kind of like a chase, like a, it's like a race against time to get to the goal. Like I, that's what I love about adventure movies like that because. It's literally a race, and that's why I really liked Last Crusade and Raiders of the Lost Ark, whereas, you know, Temple of Doom was more like, hey, let's get out of here. 
Whereas mm-hmm. Last Crusade was like, let's race to the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about you, Matt? Um. Well, I mean, like 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 Story said, I think if you wanted to step outside of taste and preference, Raiders of the Lost Ark is definitely the best pound for pound Indiana Jones movie. But Last Crusade will never not be my favorite at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and watching this, I actually watched this twice since our last recording, and once was once was three with. Uh, once was with Reba, and the other was just streaming on the way to and from work and on my lunch and things like that. And this this movie is just fun. Um, instead of instead of it being instead of it being you know kind of masculine machismo adventure like Lost Ark and for the most part Temple of Doom, uh, this is more of two very smart men finding ways to undercut each other at every turn and also you know Indiana Jones gets to do the I'm gonna fight Nazis thing um and I just want to say Connery in this movie is wonderful because he's definitely someone who played James Bond forgetting that he ever saw a gun in his life <laughs> and is completely in awe of the shit that his son does. <laughs> and it's wonderful. I love yeah. it so much. Or like like the machine gun scene when he's in the back of the plane shooting the machine gun yeah. and he like straight yep. up lies. He's like, sorry, son, they got us. They got- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when they first meet and you see Indiana Jones just pull the gun, shoot the Nazis, and he's just like, Look what you did! <laughs> it's so good, it's so good. But before I before I get to gushing, Corey, talk to me about your thoughts. Uh, so it's weird because like when I watch these movies, like I usually like have them on the background and I never really like pay attention to them, right? Except for like really this one is the one I pay the most attention to. And I always thought that this was like the best one. Like I I just it's undoubtedly my favorite of the original trilogy right it's just everything i everything i i love about indiana jones is stuffed in this movie but after like re-watching them and actually really like paying attention for the first time in probably a decade <laughs> to these movies like raiders aside from a few like special effects things and obviously that you have to look past that because it's the 80s right mm-hmm. but like aside from that like that movie is definitely like hands down the best one you know uh yeah with with marion and and just all the things that happen in that movie uh but that's still my favorite i will still go to my grave saying that this is my favorite right this is this yeah. is sean connery and like <clears throat> harrison ford and sean connery's chemistry in this movie is like un it's re- unmatched it's ridiculous, it's unmatched. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah and Perfect like, father-son duel. Yeah, and every scene Sean Connery's in, he steals the show. Like, he's just... Mm-hmm. He just steals the show, you know? whether He's, he's Sean fucking Connery. I, I know, <laughs> but it's just like... <laughs> like, in every scene, he's just like, I'm Sean fucking Connery. I know. Except it, I've never seen a gun before. Well, mm-hmm. so... Uh, spoilers. We're, like, last night we I recorded our MCU rewatch uh, with... Mark and Laron and uh, we watched Thor, 
was the movie that we that were on at, at the time of this recording and like they get some big names in there right like Anthony Hopkins is in there and Natalie Portman and like sometimes like when you get big names in a movie to play like I don't want to say sidekick characters but you know sidekick characters they kind of supporting characters and they kind of they kind of like phone it in which in Thor definitely felt phoned in for me at least but like Sean Connery is he's clearly like the sidekick in this movie but he's awesome like he mm-hmm. he's awesome and like I just I love it so much it was so fun to watch him and like the motorcycle scene where they're being chased right like and he like almost falls out a couple times and he's like doesn't understand how his son knows how to do all this or like when they're on the when they're on the the blimp right like that scene's funny or when they do you know like... how to fly a plane <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like when he's running on the beach why yes <laughs> he's running on the beach and he uses the umbrella to like shoo the birds up and takes out the planes right with the birds uh. Yeah. And Brilliant. quotes fucking Charlemagne. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, my armies be the rocks and the trees. Yeah, <laughs> and the birds, this is, the birds in the sky. This is <laughs> like it, this movie is always going to undoubtedly be my favorite. Now, watching this and really kind of paying attention to it, like there are some issues I have with this movie that I didn't oh. really have before, right? Like making Marcus Brody kind of an idiot in this movie where like in Raiders, they kind of set him up. He wasn't really an idiot, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know if that's really a big problem, but it's just like something I noticed that kind of felt inconsistent with Raiders. I, I'll agree with you. That definitely was a change. He was kind of a bumbling idiot where he was like the butt of the, the butt of jokes. Yeah. More so in this one. Oh, I've seen Marcus get lost in his own museum. Mm-hmm. Well, but see also, now, I'm not going to say that this was planned or anything, but there's definitely a difference between being in an environment you know and being in an environment you know about mm-hmm. but aren't necessarily wholly familiar with. And plus, the way Denholm Elliott acts Marcus Brody, like, that is definitely, you know, <laughs> that is definitely a white English academic type going to Africa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm 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 not a white English academic type, and I've never been to Africa. But for some reason, in my head, the way that that happens, where he's just like, "Does anybody speak English?" Like, yeah, like yes, <laughs> like that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we honestly didn't get to see much of him even in Raiders. Like we yeah. saw him in the mm-hmm. beginning, and the whole middle he was gone, and then at the end, you know, that was it. So we got to see Marcus more outside of his comfort zone. So. And, you know, we, we get to see how he how he would do in a fight or how he would do, like, you know, getting captured by Nazis for crying out loud. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I it almost feels like there needs to be like a, a Marcus movie, like where he's like kind of the focal point of a of an Indiana Jones movie at some point. Right. Where like maybe they have to go save him or something. Maybe maybe we'll get that. Who knows? Disney will do Indiana anything. Indiana Jones, the legend of Marcus Brody. <laughs> That'd be awesome. No, it's a Honestly, Disney. I'll watch it. Disney watch Plus it. show. I'll watch the hell out of that. Disney <laughs> Plus show is just called Brody. Yeah. Or Marcus. <laughs> uh, but I, in the at the end of the day, it's still far and away my favorite. Even though after really rewatching these movies, it's definitely not the best movie. 
So, yeah. So before we get into talking about the characters and stuff and kind of going over what we normally do on this show, let's talk about other notable movies from 1989 when this came out. We ha- and I, Matt, I know you're going to add to this list, and I know yes. I'm already going to think you're making stuff up, but it's okay. That's cool. Uh, <clears throat> Bat- Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, starring Michael Keaton, came out this year. One of the best ones. Yep. Uh, Major League. I like that movie quite a bit. That was a good one. Uh, it's a very good Every one. time we win, we peel a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I say, fuck you, Joe Boo. Um, <laughs> oh god uh uncle buck starring john candy and dan Aykroyd. hell yeah yeah uh, lean on me which i hear is an important film of 1989 uh, yes i watched this a lot actually in middle school this was the one with uh where um what's his name was the principal right you're asking um, the wrong person Mor- in this movie? morgan freeman yeah it's where he morgan was the freeman. Yeah, he was the principal in the um, uh, kind of like a inner city school, and he turned it around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a really good one. I watched that a lot when I was in middle school. Yeah. Uh, Dead Poet Society, another great movie. Uh, Made Ethan Hawke a heartthrob. And mm-hmm. Robin Williams, iconic portrayal yeah. of the mm-hmm. teacher. Uh, yes. Say anything. Field of Dreams. Uh, Weekend at Bernie's, another iconic comedy that I hell yeah enjoy. Yep. Uh, Roadhouse. So I just want to say before I just want to say before you before you move on, uh, Field of Dreams is for me what Christmas Story is for you, Corey. What do you mean? You just hate it <laughs> because everyone goes, "Is Iowa heaven?" I go, "No, it's Iowa." No, it's definitely not Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> And can I also say that when I saw Weekend at Bernie's the first time when I was a kid, I didn't understand why that woman was so happy when she walked out of Bernie's bedroom. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I saw it, I think when I was like a few years older and understanding of what happened, what she did, I was like, wow, you just had sex with a dead guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, 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 where were we? Roadhouse. The 80s were wild. Yeah, yeah, the eighties were uh, the eighties. Uh, Roadhouse, <clears throat> Honey, I Shrunk mm-hmm. the Kids, Turner and Hooch. Now, Matt, I know you want to add to this list. Yes, sit back and relax uh, because oh, one of my favorite one of my favorite Jim Jarmusch movies came out in nineteen eighty nine. It's called Mystery Train. Jane Campion's Sweetie came out. Little known movie we all might like called Back to the Future Two came out. Um, Bro, you missed that one. I've never seen and it, then, so I can't tell you. Corey, I know you're a big Disney person, and so I don't know where Studio Ghibli falls in your Disney dar. I've never seen a Studio Ghibli movie. Oh, well, you should watch Kiki's Delivery Service, which also came out in 1989. It's wonderful. You'll love it. Show it to your daughter. Uh, the Little Mermaid came out in 1989. Uh, one of the funniest movies that... I can think of that where I know like most of the lines to it came out in 1989. It's called UHF. Uh, another important, uh, another important lean on, well, actually lean on me and, and this are probably very important. Uh, Do the right thing by Spike Lee came out in 1989. Uh, the wizard. Whew. A movie That's all a- us gamers tend to love. Uh, 
uh, a Bruce a Bruce Willis Kirsty Alley and John Travolta jam called Look Who's Talking came oh. out in 1989. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You missed that one. Uh, Harlem Nights, which is wonderful. Lethal Weapon 2, starring racist ass Millie Gibson. Uh, when Harry Met Sally, which is a wonderful rom-com. The Abyss, which I believe is a Ron Howard jam. Uh, I'm the only one that'll care about this one, but Blind Sword, Swordsman Zatoichi had another installment in his long-running movie franchise come out. All Dogs Go to Heaven, which is a really great animated classic. Uh, Joe Dante's The Burbs, which I will say, if neither of you have seen it, you should. And one of my favorite Pedro Almodovar movies came out. Tie me up, tie me down. Those are some bangers. Yeah. 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 And if you haven't seen Back to the Future 2, Corey, come on. I haven't seen Back to the Future 1. Well, I'm proposing it right now. Next standard definition. All the Back to the Future movies. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm in on that one. <laughs> it's it's on the list. Well, I guess I guess we have our next planned trilogy. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, so okay, so notable video games out that year also. Uh, the Game Boy. Everybody had a Game Boy. The most notable of video games. It's true. It is. Which I did not have. <laughs> I still have mine. It doesn't work, but it's. I still have mine. It turns on, but the screen is all, you know, old. <laughs> it's all green. Uh, Super Mario Land, Castlevania Three, Final Fight, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one on NES, which is not very good. It's hard as ball sacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you either love it or hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't hate. I I don't hate it, but I haven't played it in like probably thirty years, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, Double it's Dragon. It's not good. Donatello was clearly the best one because he had the biggest range yeah. out of all of them. And Raphael was the worst one because he didn't have a very long attack. I just no. remember, man, I remember that game way too well. And it it didn't, like, when Raphael, like, hit, it didn't go out. It just, like, he kind of, like, flipped it in. Like yeah. So, like, enemies got to be really close to you. Yeah. So I always picked Raphael first because I always knew that he was probably going to die first. Yeah. And the first levels were always the easiest. So, mm-hmm. uh, Strider, Double Dragon yeah. Two, Sim City. Did not know that came out in 1989. Uh, Golden Axe and River City Ransom. So those were the notable video games of 1989. Also, some bangers. Matt, I did. Know... Did um. Tetris for the Game Boy come out in 1989 too? It did, but it came out on NES in 1987. That's okay, why, so, that's why I didn't hit but, it. But okay, Tetris Fair. for the Game Boy, probably the most important piece of software. Yeah. Pre 2000. Yeah, you right, you right. Mm-hmm. 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 <clears throat> so Matt, I normally, know you wanted, wanted to talk normally, about normally when we talk about when we talk about this i throw in some music because uh that's just who i am as a person and this time i i did some preparing Ooh. beforehand for once so uh 1989 was a banger year for music y'all uh paul's boutique by the beastie boys came out in 1989 Ooh. which is one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time also one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time 3 feet high and rising by de la soul as well as People's Instinctive Travels and the Paths of Rhythm by A Tribe Called Quest. Uh, I've also, heard of all of those bands. No, you haven't. Um, yes. 
Groups? The, the debut by Nirvana <laughs> uh, came out. Uh, the Pixies masterpiece Doolittle came out. Like a Prayer by Madonna came out. The Real Thing by Faith No More came out. Pretty Hate Machine by Nine Inch Nails came out. The self-titled debut masterpiece by the Stone Roses came out. Bonnie Raitt's The Nick of Time came out. The Sensual World by Kate Bush also released in 1989. Cosmic Thing by the B-52s. On Fire by Galaxy 500. Automatic by the Jesus and Mary Chain. Oranges and Lemons by XTC. And... I'm going to say this is the album by The Cure, I think is probably the most overrated IMO. Disintegration came out in 1989. Cure fans, if you're mad, I'm sorry. I just think pornography is better. They're all mad at you, Matt. I can hear them. Fair. Fair. I hear them Fair. 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 It's fair. But I feel like that's a decent, that's a decent swath of music that came out. Uh, and it's all music that came out in 1989. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy the Beastie Boys. I will say that. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I'm not not the music guy. Okay. Looking at this retrospectively, I think Queen Latifah's debut album came out in 1989 as well, and if you've not heard that, All Hail the Queen is wonderful. So... All right, let's get into the let's get into the meat of this movie. Let's talk about the characters and some of this fun things that they did in this movie. Obviously, Harrison Ford reprises his role as Indiana Jones. Uh, I, I don't know if we can say much more about him. Like he just he's the role. He is Indiana Jones, right? I mean, I'm gonna be sad when they recast him, but also like he's 900 years old at this point, and they're probably gonna need to if they want to do Indiana Jones again at some point. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's great in this movie. I think this is probably his best performance as the character. Uh, especially like on the boat where, uh, where he's talking to Kazim, right? Where he's basically going to shove his face into the rudder of that boat as it's chopping up the back end of his boat. Yeah. Uh, that's a good scene. Ah, cause, or some say Kazim. Yeah. So that's, that's a good scene. Or like when he's battling the tank on the on what the horse or whatever and like he like falls like falls off the cliff or whatever and they're all looking over and like they're all mourning his death and he just walks up behind them <laughs> behind them. <Yeah. laughs> Such a good scene. Yeah, where he's just like dumbfounded, he's just looking at him with them looking at the wreckage with them and he's just like, Well, well. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that Sean Connery's like, all I needed was five minutes and it, I could have just talked to him. And then when he's there, got to get going. <laughs> yeah. Well, it kind of brings back to one of the, one of the kind of more important scenes of that movie was when they were on the blimp going, mm-hmm. you know, and they, I mean, never had a good relationship all throughout their life. We got to see that in the beginning with, you know, when he was young and then, how it was just all about business, all about education, all about learning, never about being a father to mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. Yeah. And then when they actually had time to really sit down and talk, they couldn't. There was like 30 years or 40 years that passed where like they couldn't really just sit down and have a conversation. It was just so awkward. And yeah. even like, you know, Sean Connery was just like blew it off. Like, we don't do that. We're not that kind of father son thing. 
Like, it was a really good scene that I didn't appreciate until I got older. And then I realized how that's pretty much how my dad and I are. So yeah. it's like, oh, wow, that's pretty. It, it's it's such a minor note in the movie, but a very important one when you think about how tumultuous their relationship is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you there, Stoy. Like, I, I, like, I mean, it's not like my dad and I have a terrible relationship. It's actually a really good relationship. But, like, we don't talk like deeply about anything you know i mean the most we talk about is like oh watch the browns lose (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was a squeaker yeah it was all right maybe next week i mean you know what i mean it's just that kind of a relationship it's not like we talk about like like in high school we talked about we didn't talk about like dating or girls or you know whatever you know and but it's not that i don't like i don't regret my relationship with my dad i just i just you know that's just not the relationship that i open up here jeez (laughs) well i mean the reason we didn't start this till later in january uh was because my dad passed in late december uh he passed on christmas eve um and this scene hit me in a lot of ways because I started to, I started to think about what I actually talked to my dad about and very much in the way Sean Connery said, like, I let you be your own person. I talk and, and, you know, do all that, which I think in the movie is supposed to kind of play as semi bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of feel like that's how that's how my dad really was. Like he left he left the talk about you know girls and growing up and, and things like that kind of to my mom. Mm-hmm. Fairly or unfairly, that's like a different that's like a different conversation. But I did like since he's passed, I have just sort of I had just I have just sort of thought about the things that I do remember that he left me. And, um, like as I was getting ready to start, uh, doing, you know, the podcast that I normally do as well as this, like I could hear him saying just like, you agreed to do stuff, you know, you're, you're, it's, if it's, it's a sign of integrity, integrity to like keep up your agreements, um, and I also know that, like, if he, I also know that he said he would say, like, if you think this is too much, like, step back at least, but at least be honest and and take your and and stand up and say, like, hey, this is on me. This isn't about anything else. Uh, so I do. I that scene. I do get that scene. I I may not be able to articulate it in the best at this particular point. But uh, I did. I I I did kind of almost tear up. And like when Reba was next to me, and she's like, "You all right?" And like I, I'm like, "Yeah, I'll be good. If I need to talk, I'll let you know." <laughs> you know, and and yeah. But uh, I do miss my dad. I will say that he liked this movie too. 
In fact, I think the first time I saw it, it was just he and I. I think it was, I think he took me to the theater to see this. Yeah, I think I think we watched it on VHS because we got a we got like the tr- VHS trilogy or whatever, and like this. Oh yeah. You know, Lucas Lucasfilm like right before they released the uh, Star Wars special editions on VHS, they mm-hmm. released this on a in a VHS collection, and I that was the first time I think we watched this. And like I had no like at that time I didn't know what the order of the movies were, and I think this was the first one I watched. To be honest. <laughs> uh, and then I watched the other. Well, the like, nice thing about Whoa. all of these is that none of them really are kind of like follow a timeline. Like right. you can watch them all individually and not feel like you're lost. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's the good thing about them too is like you can just kind of if you don't want to watch Temple of Doom, you don't got to watch Temple of Doom. You can go watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull first if you really want to. Yeah. Totally watchable movie, by the way. Yeah. Stoy, yeah. Stoy just looked down in disappointment. No, I was like, sure. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I give it a bad rap. Uh, everybody does. You're not the only one. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. No disrespect, Stoy. You ain't special here. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. I know. Uh, I remember. I remember when the complete trilogy or the complete adventures came out. The box set. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's nice they gave you a coaster with your original trilogy box set." And they're yeah. talking about, obviously talking about the, you know. So. Yeah, and guess what? You paid them for it, so. Yeah. Joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean Connery. They didn't, give, they didn't give you a coaster. You paid for it. <laughs> so. Did. Did. Sean Connery plays Henry Jones Sr. very capably in this movie. Fuck, he does. God, he's mm-hmm. the best part of this entire movie. Hell yeah. Oh, man, from that... From like the scene where he's like where they go into the the castle, right? By the way, what a great scene that is! By the way, where they mm-hmm. walk in and he's like, uh, he puts on her beret or whatever, and she puts on his hat, and like they just kind of like switch clothes or whatever, and he's like, <laughs> "Fucking terrible!" But I love it. It's so bad. <laughs> this is that a is castle, fun. isn't it? We're here to view the tapestries. <laughs> <laughs> we have many tapestries. <laughs> you are a Scottish lord. I am Mickey Mouse. <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> oh, it's such a good scene. When you got, well, I mean, when you think about it, that was a Nazi stronghold. There yeah. was Nazi military operations there. And yeah. the fact that you had one old butler guarding the gate, <laughs> I mean. Come on, Nazis, get your shit together. I mean, <laughs> they wonder why fair, they lost the war. <laughs> yeah, you to, wonder why you lost the war. <laughs> to to be fair, Stoy, I feel like there are several hitman levels across that across that series. Where first time you walk it, it's just like house staff. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's no real yeah. there's no real security. Somehow everybody has guns. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh <laughs> uh, man. So yeah, I I just I love Sean Connery in this role. Like I, like don't get me wrong, he was great as Bond, but like this is like oh yeah, this is this is top pinnacle mm-hmm. Sean Connery in this role. Well, because he does so he does so many ranges. He play he's he's hilarious, but he's you know he can be deathly serious, and he can kind of swap from one to the other, and it's like mm-hmm. he makes it so believable. Like yeah, he could be that bumbling bumbling doofus that you know 
you know, dad, 11 o'clock. And he pulls out his watch. What happens at 11 o'clock? You know, <laughs> he could be that, but then also have like a serious conversation with his son, you know, on a blip. Seat. Yeah. So. <laughs> 12, 11, 10, 11 o'clock. <laughs> God, Are insane. we hit? <laughs> Uh, uh, sorry, son. They got us. <laughs> yeah, but to to God, that, this so good. <laughs> but to that, to your point, story like he could be stupid and and silly and whatever. But then at the end, where he like reaches down, right when they drop the grail, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, uh, uh, what's God, what's her face? Uh, Elsa fell already, mm-hmm. and then Indiana tries to grab it, and like it's the first time that he doesn't call him Junior. He's like Indiana leave it yeah. let it go or whatever let it go, yeah. like that's such a good that's like a good father scene right that mm-hmm. it's such mm-hmm. a good hard-hitting moment and like yeah that that just right there is like that's the range he has in this movie it's so great mm-hmm. so great and then he turns back around we named the dog indiana yeah yeah <laughs> you named yourself after the dog that dog <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this is, it's great. Uh, anybody have anything else they want to say about Sean Connery in this movie? No. So no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny to think like I, I don't know. You think of what Sean Connery has done post Bond, and I think like the range between Bond and Last Crusade includes The Untouchables and the cult classic Zardoz, which I don't expect either of you to have heard of, especially nope. you, Corey. Maybe Stoy has. I think you just um, made that word I, up. I, I, I have. Look, and I look up Zardoz, and uh, if you ever want to watch it for a standard definition, please let me come, because it is wild. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Don't forget League of Extraordinary Gentlemen after this. That was after uh, the last Crusade. I'm kind so of disappointed that we haven't talked about his magnum opus, The Rock. Mm. That's after the last Crusade. So. Yeah. Or The Hunt, I think hunt for hunt, Red October. I, also after Last Crusade. Like, Red October like, standing by. We're still kind of talking. We, I mean, we like to celebrate everything yeah. he does, I guess. Sure. Con- Connery ruled. We'll have to do Connery Bond movies. I mean, do all of them. They're all they're all like watchable in their own way. I know, but I mean, I mean, I know. Her Majesty's Secret Service is still the best one. I'm seeing that right now. And that's the Lazenby one, which everyone seems to hate for some reason because they're wrong. But it's fine. they're allowed to be wrong. True. Right. True. I mean, they're allowed to be wrong. Uh. <clears throat> Uh, Julian Glover as Walter Donovan. He's the probably the biggest bad of this movie, right? Besides the yeah. Nazis, he's mm-hmm. he's uh, he's the opportunist. Yeah, that twist, man. Mm-hmm. Remember at the beginning, he's like, "Don't trust anyone." Oh yeah. man. Then then the chair like Didn't he gets I up. Tell you not to trust anybody, uh, Doctor Jones. He gets up. Ah, oh, when he gets up from the chair and you see that it's him, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I forgot that that was like a big reveal. Like I just always know that he's a villain, but then I paid attention, and he's in the chair, and then he stands up. He's like, "Whoa!" The chair was backwards. Couldn't see he was sitting there, and then it was him. Whoa! That's all. That's all I got. 
Fair. Uh, and then, like, obviously the scene with the grail, right, where he was like, that's the cup of a king or whatever, and it's like this one that's all super bejeweled, yeah. and then you see him, like, melt away and turn to sand. Now, I forgot to look this he up. poorly. I forgot to look this up before before coming here, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he, Donovan drinks the cup that looks the most like the Holy Grail from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's funny. It is funny. Because mm. we all know, we all know Monty Python and the Holy Grail is what you look for for Grail lore. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the most accurate. I mean, I mean you don't? <laughs> I mean... Only if I want to know what your favorite color is. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the airspeed velocity of an inladen swallow. <laughs> <laughs> or the knights who say, Dee! Dee! It's, it's knee. Knee! Yeah, there you no, go. <laughs> no, they are no longer the knights who say knee. They are <laughs> the knights who say, Ippy, 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 Pekang. Whoops, I ain't gonna <laughs> Or the knights who formally say knee. Yeah. <laughs> man, another shrubbery. <laughs> I'm putting a little. This is a pause. We can make a little path and look nice. Last crusade. Last crusade. Let's go. Come on, folks. <laughs> no, no, we're not. We're fine. We're fine. Look at yeah. Look at Stoy. That Stoy's the most got... like the Monty Python Holy Grail, and died. Well, Elsa did set him up on that one. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah. Obviously, she was. Uh, she played both sides. Definitely, mm -hmm. she did. She, she did. did. Mm -hmm. And then she tried to flip back at the very end. Yeah. Man. That's all she wanted. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, she was just about as, you know, selfish in her quest than as anybody, really. Mm -hmm. So two yeah. sides of the same coin. Is that what is that the right phrase? You're correct. Uh Denholm Elliott plays Marcus Brody. We kind of already talked a little bit about him earlier. Uh kind of you know, I I kind of had an issue with how dumb he came off, but also like we already kind of talked about that. Yeah. So oh. <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> you okay over there? You, you didn't drag Paul Marcus into this, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love I God. And then just, just just that scene, he's like, the hell you will. He's got a two-day head start. He yeah. can just blend in, disappear. You'll never find him again. Yeah. With any luck, he's got the grail already. Next scene, he's like in the bazaar, and he's like, <laughs> does anybody here speak ancient Greek? Yeah, it, it, he's, he's like in this suit, and everybody else is in like yeah. their, you know, Egyptian garb, and he's there in like a three-piece suit and a tie, and yep. the whitest person there. Like, he's just <laughs> it's so good. That was such a good. That's such a good sequence. I know it was so good. Uh, Allison Duty played Elsa uh, Schneider, the uh, the Jones girl. You would say in this movie, I guess, yes. the equivalent to a Bond girl. But she uh, she played a really interesting role in this movie. Uh, the part, <laughs> the funniest part, I think she was in was where she was talking to. Indiana about like their night together or whatever, but, but then, then Senior just thinks he's talking about their night together, and then yeah. it's just like, oh god, yeah. The moment you realize that, it's just like, oh, hmm. well, or she... even just at the um, you know, the boat chase scene where she's like, you know, he's like, are you crazy? You don't go between them. She's like, go between them. Are you crazy? Yeah, yeah. 
that boat scene's good too. Yeah, uh, that'll yeah. Uh, the rat scene when they go into the library also when they're looking for the uh, the shield to do the little etching on or whatever. Like that's also mm-hmm. a really good scene and just being grossed out. Dude, that whole scene is so gross. Like, mm-hmm. it's just rats, man. Rats. Yeah. There's yeah. so many. Oh, rats. Yeah, they had that little uh, nod to Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the, they changed the theme for, like, a few seconds. Yeah. You know, the music theme? And then, mm-hmm. like, he's she's like, what is that? And he's like, the Ark of the Covenant. How do you, are, are you sure? He's like, yeah, pretty sure. Kavork, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Malakian played Kazim, Kazim, Kazim. Uh, he's hot, ah, or some say Kazim. I'm gonna make the Bloodborne reference every time, <laughs> just because that helps me say his name correctly. <laughs> uh, he is kind of he's kind of plays like a, the protector of the Grail secrets, right? And uh, mm-hmm. you know, him and his group are the protectors of the Grail, and obviously they his group helps. Well, what was their order called? I'm, try- I'm drawing a blank now. Yeah, I don't. I I don't remember. Uh, I forget. I forget what it's called. But they have the the. I think the original yeah, the, Christian symbol. I forget. Um, um, uh, if so, if one of you wants to look it up, I will. I, I am. Will, I'm looking. It I up. will vamp for a little bit. But I think it's funny that Elsa was her debut was a Bond film. Ooh, really? View to a Kill. A Ooh. Timothy Dalton Bond flick. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Was she like the Bond? Girl? Oh no, I'm sorry. It's a Roger Moore Bond flick. I apologize. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Some people might say the most charismatic of the Bonds. Um, Brotherhood yeah, of the Cruciform I... Sword. Yes, that's it. Yes. Cool. He had a tattooed of the Cruciform Sword on his chest. Mm-hmm. And wore a fez, according to Wikipedia. So he did wear a fez. His mustache, though, also on point. Dude, that looked. F- for some for some reason, like for me, that looked like the fakest thing in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> just like wow, that, that was looks that like was the realest glued to his face. <laughs> that was the realest part of the whole movie. Oh God, it's a uh, it's a good stash. That suit, by the way, he's wearing when they're like, uh, what when they're trading the Bentley for? Yeah, the the Rolls Royce. Yeah, <laughs> the Rolls yeah, Royce. the Rolls Royce. Yeah, is like pretty awesome. Oh yeah, the black pinstripe suit. Oh yeah, and he's and he's wearing the shit out of it. Too. Yeah, he is, dude. Yep. And the red, the red like boutonniere flower thing. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a good look. I wish I could pull that off. Me too. I can barely pull off this hoodie. Okay. I think you're doing all right. Um. Also, uh, I do like the fact that they kind of Indiana and his father kind of just glaze over the fact that they are now Eskimo brothers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like what? I'm 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 just like the next man. Yeah. I was the next man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be that'd be a weird relationship to know that you had with your dad yeah yeah mm. uh john reese davies uh reprises his role as sala just, just just a great character i love this guy 
I love mm-hmm. Sala. I love Sala. Sala rules. He's so good. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, not really much else to say, but just wanted to point out that Sala made an appearance and it made me very happy. No singing, though. <laughs> no singing. No. Uh, River Phoenix played young Indiana Jones. So this is the scene I kind of want to talk about the most, actually, is like the beginning of this okay. movie. Is really like it's really fun and it's a nice kind of like mini origin story i guess and i i understand that they were probably prepping for young indiana jones and they you know this was kind of like the intro to that as well uh, mm-hmm. but yeah it was a little bit after that that the young indiana jones tv series did come out i forget who the actor was yeah but well, uh i think at that i think they were planning on it being river phoenix but didn't he die before that he point? died so yeah he yeah. died pretty shortly after this movie yeah yeah so uh yeah that whole scene where uh it's like a uh boy scout troop or whatever and they're going and him and the one guy the one kid kind of sneak off and spy on the treasure hunters mm-hmm. right and they're that whole scene where he kind of sneaks down there and uh tries to get who's at our house why is our garage door going up it's <laughs> almost 10 o'clock can I say uh, just like a little side note? I saw this movie in the theater, and when the movie first started, all this scene was all these scenes were happening, and I, I think went to my mom to say this is not Indiana Jones. This is a different movie. We're in the wrong theater, and my mom was adamant. She's like, "No, this is the right theater." And I was like, "But none of these. That's not Indiana Jones." But then all of a sudden, <laughs> I think when they're looking over the cavern, and the kid calls him Indy. I was like, oh, I get it. That's a little funny, funny story to make fun of me for. I mean, we didn't need that to continue making fun of you, Stoy, but, you know. That's just one more thing to add to the pile. One more bullet. (laughs) Add it to the pile. But, yeah, I mean, the whole, like, chase sequence on the train and everything, I I always think, like, what's that noise? Do you hear a noise? Is it just me? I don't hear a noise. Oh. I don't hear a noise. It's done now. I don't know what it was, but it's it's over. Uh, I always like watching train fight scenes and stuff, like when they're climbing on top of the train and they fight each other. Like uh, I know the Wolverine has a really cool fight scene where they're fighting on top of the train, and this is ju- this is just like a cool scene where obviously Indy's running from these thieves. And uh, by the way. I always thought those drafts were fake, but after paying attention to this movie, like they're fake, but they're supposed to look like real drafts. And it <laughs> just really bothered me after I seen yeah. that. I was like, Oh my gosh, they suck. <laughs> uh, but the scene where he like, when the, the little walkway above the snakes breaks and he goes down to the water and that big, like fake looking snake, like, I couldn't believe that that's like a real type of snake. It's just so scary. That thing is so scary. An anaconda. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's where we find uh, why he's so deathly afraid of snakes. Yeah. Because it's literally two back-to-back traumatic experiences that happened. Yeah, but didn't yeah, he the pay- first time he's just like, "What? It's just a snake." Yeah. Yeah, it's just a snake. He pulls it up, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then that snake comes back to you know get the get the bad guy so mm-hmm. i guess he wins there uh also when he whips himself in the face i guess they had to say how harrison ford got the scar on his face yeah. so that's you know <laughs> he whipped himself uh 
nice little touch there. I didn't think this was too much of an origin story. Sometimes, like, when they put origin stories in, like, a some sort of beginning of the movie, it kind of, like, sometimes it sucks. I didn't think I didn't think this was too much though. You know. No, I thought it was enough to kind of I mean showcase that, you know, his love for adventure even when he was young, mm-hmm. which may have explained a little bit to why he left so early on, which is what we what we heard in a conversation on the blimp where like, you know, as Sean Connery said, you left just when you were becoming interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he probably left at a very early on to go pursue studies, to go pursue adventure and we saw obviously how important that was to him as a young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then chasing uh, after that treasure. Yeah. Still, still saying it belongs in a museum that young. Mm-hmm. What a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Also his friend, like obviously he's like supposed to be the comic relief of that opening part. And he just starts playing the trumpet when they get into his house, like right in their faces. Yeah. It's like, God, yeah. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh, the boat scene right after that too is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It belongs in a museum. So do you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let's 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 move on from there. Robert Edison plays the Grail Knight. That he's does a very adamant job at that. He's very oh, yeah. believable as a mm-hmm. two thousand year old man guarding the Grail. Uh, I like when he tries to pick up the sword to fight and he just kind of falls over. That's yeah, pretty funny. That man hasn't moved for 2,000 years, so yeah, he's going to be a little sore. Yeah. I wonder how many times he's read through that book he was looking at. The Bible? <laughs> you think it's was the Bible? I don't know what book it was. I just want to know how many times he's read through it. Probably a few thousand. Like, yeah. I mean, he could probably, like, if that's all he's doing all day, Right? Like, he probably could read it in one day. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Maybe he takes or a break. Going, Man, I, I know this too well. And so, and it kind of <laughs> it kind of begs the question, like, what else did he do other than just drink from the Holy Grail? Some, <laughs> like, somebody's got to put arrange the cups somehow. You know? Maybe yeah. he's like, I don't like how this is set up. I'm going to move them around. You know, like how you move furniture once in a while in your house to make your house feel oh, sure. fresh? Like... I mean, who knows? Maybe Indiana Jones wasn't the first to discover that place. Maybe. You know, maybe routinely, week after week, someone bumbles in there. It's true. You know, and it's like, hey, what's going on here? And then a lot of people just chose poorly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. And then he has to clean up their dead ashes and, you know, put the grail, the fake grail back and. Clean it. Yeah, it's just back on the pile. But, but more, <laughs> moreover, I'm just, I'm just asking, like, so did he leave? Because, like, he just said you couldn't take the grail past the seal. Yeah. Like, yeah. my guess is he had to he had to just get outside and take a walk. I'm like, what's the sun look like? Huh, still hot in this desert. I don't know. He looked pretty pasty. pasty. Oh, I didn't say he, he stayed out there. Yeah. I didn't say he yeah. stayed out there. He, but he had to just stretch his legs a little bit. Yeah. You know, he, he might have been, you know, aged from, you know, time. I mean, but... yeah, but, <laughs> but... Uh, I, his delivery, though, is very good. Mm-hmm. You chose Paulie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like how he says it after he dies, though. Yeah, <laughs> it would have yeah. been cooler if he said it before he died in that way. Like, like... Right into his face. Like, yeah. You chose poorly. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, <laughs> really like, like, as, soon as, as soon as it touches lips, it's like, ha ha, fucko, you go to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you chose poorly, bitch. <laughs> All of a sudden, he just turned straight hood. Uh. I like that that, uh, that castle was actually based off a real place. Like, that wasn't a prop. Yeah. At least the outside of it. Yeah. Um, it was a castle Petra in Jordan. Mm-hmm. They literally built it into a wall. So. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah. Because when I first saw it, like, I remember I saw the movie and I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, I thought it was a set. And mm-hmm. then, like, I heard, like, it was a real place and I was like, that's even cooler. Yeah. Yeah. The puzzles inside were cool. And so, like, uh, obviously, there was, like, a big thing where, like, he, they sent a guy in and he gets decapitated, like, right away. And yeah. well, they sent multiple guys in because there were multiple bodies there. Yeah. Yep. Only the penitent man will pass. Yeah. Penitent man kneels before God. Yeah. And it's it was just really cool how, like, his his dad, like, he had to use the... Uh, I guess we should probably talk about that, too, where, like, uh, his dad gets wounded, uh, you know, and might die if he doesn't go get the grail. And that was, like, a big incentive of him to go get it, right? And... Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was that was cool. Also, it kind of just looked like when he brought it out, he just poured peroxide on his dad's wound, and he was all better. Oh, that did turn white. So yeah. and fizzy, lots of fizz. Yeah, maybe some sprite in there. You know. Well, I mean, it's the healing power of the Grail. Yeah. So that was uh, that was cool. Uh, also, like the leap of faith part is like really. Every time I watch it, I'm like, man, that like it, it, you don't see it until after like he steps out onto it. But there's like a plank there that just looks like the rest of the rocks. I that's what I find so fascinating because that, that's another thing I think about. Like, how did they keep that looking like the the background the entire yeah. time? Because shit changes over time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm especially over a long time. Like how, how does that just stay camouflaged in the way that it does? I mean, maybe the knight just goes out there and like, you know, scrubs it down or you know, paints it or covers it with the ashes of the dead people who drink. He was doing something else. He had other things to do. I don't know if he did. He had to clean his boots. How did he take a shower? Like how did he bathe himself? Pretty sure he didn't. Yeah. 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 It was pretty sure he there. didn't. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. It was, it was pretty ripe in that. Gr- it was ripe yeah. in that grail chamber. It had just me. saying. Oh, just saying. Uh, and then uh, Matt, I think you added this one. Ernst Vogel or Stoy? Did you add it? Who added Stoy? Yeah, added Stoy it. added yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Ernst Vogel as uh, Michael Byrne, who was the uh, German. Uh, Actually, I have I have it the other way around. That's my fault. It's Michael Burns, the actor. That's what I said. He plays Ernst Vogel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'll reverse it in post. It's fine. Okay, cool. Cool. No, I won't. Cool. All right, that's fine. This uh, is live. He, uh, the C, so he's pretty much like the leader of the Nazis throughout this whole thing. And uh, there's some pretty, he's pretty intimidating, I would say, as like a general, really. He's probably mm-hmm. the, like the least, I don't know, dumb, right? I mean, like some of these movies, the Nazis just feel like dumb idiots right that indiana jones just take takes down but he kind of felt like a formidable foe uh like my my favorite my favorite scene that he's in 
it doesn't necessarily it's not really doesn't really revolve around him but he's in it is the the boat scene where uh when Indy and his dad escape the the castle and they run down and they start the boat and it and it uh drives away but they're not in it and so they're mm-hmm. all trying to scramble to get in the boat to chase the other boat and then the motorcycle shoots out there they shoot out of the box with the motorcycle that seems pretty good yeah, he's in yeah. It and he tells him to go chase him down or the uh or the time where uh he's looking for uh he's checking everybody's tickets and he finds uh oh yeah connery you know yeah no ticket no and then yeah indiana jones punches him throws him out he looks at everybody and he's like no ticket yeah and everybody starts throwing up their tickets right after like, shit i have a ticket holy crap yeah. it's a good i don't want to get kicked out of this plane yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so a good, good scene too it even popped up in um what movie was that uh, uh, uh jay and silent bob strikes back i think yeah. that popped up too where like i think uh yeah jay like knocks someone out threw him off a train and he's like no ticket <laughs> anybody's ever seen that movie <laughs> why do you seem so <laughs> down after he said it was that? a good one i don't know it was a good movie <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are there any moments of this movie that we didn't really talk about? Uh, oh, 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 the best oh, mo- moments. Oh, 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 it's oh, magic. Oh, 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 Colonel Vogel, throw down the gun or the girl will die. Professor Henry Jones, but she's one of them. Elsa, Indy, please. Indiana Jones, what? Professor Henry Jones, she's a Nazi. Yeah. Trust me, like yeah. that whole scene where Elsa is hostage by Vogel. Oh, <laughs> magic! And he's like, "I'll kill her." And Sean Connery's like, Sean, ah, "Go no, ahead." <laughs> no, he won't. Yeah. And then it's punctuated book. You should have listened to your father. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> that was the that was more the ultimate betrayal, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. More, more so the Donovan. Like Donovan's just that rich white asshole that it's yeah. like, okay, I kind of figured you'd betray me, but like this woman who was like a, you know, a student or like a kind of professor's assistant to, man, you just didn't, you didn't see that coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like Sean Connery. He's like Harrison Ford's. Like, how did you know she was a Nazi? And she's like, he was like, ah, she, she talks, talks in her sleep. sleep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. You think like he would have been like told some like diabolical plan like. Well, I she said some weird things, so I investigated her journals and this and that, and I followed her here and there. No, simple explanation: she talks in her sleep. All right, it's disgraceful. <laughs> you're, old, you're old enough to be her her grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just shows the old man still got it. That's all. Yeah. All right, Sean Connery, man. Mm. Hey, he was James Bond. Yeah, she probably saw that. She was like, "You were James Bond." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the I'll other... never forget how wonderful it was. Both, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one of the scenes that we didn't really talk about either was the book burning scene, where they're like all the yeah. like, where he dresses Berlin, up like a yeah. Nazi and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Adolf Hitler signs the journal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a third grader apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like so, so such an amazing scene where it's just like everything died down and it's. <laughs> completely quiet and it's like oh shit <laughs> that's yeah. hitler and like he just signs it and just goes about his way it's like oh man <laughs> oh that was that seems good uh, yeah uh i mean that was kind of where you saw the conflict in elsa a little bit like yeah he, 
you know, she really didn't believe what she was doing, but it was like kind of like the the, the means to an end where, uh-huh. you know, you kind of, you know, put yourself in the same pot with people that you think that, you know, is going to get you there, even though you may not fully agree with what they're doing yeah. or what they're about. So, like, obviously that she's she's a student of history, like and yeah. a witness of book burning yeah. uh, sequence. Like, obviously, you saw like the pain in her eyes and she had to walk away from it. Yeah. So, also, like her being German, right? Like maybe she didn't really I think believe she's Austrian. Yeah, she was Austrian. Yeah. Uh, well, either way, like I feel like maybe she felt like she had to be a part of of the Nazi regime, even though she didn't believe it. Also, and like mm-hmm. a lot of people were like that back then. Yeah. So maybe like there was a lot of conflict that way within her too. You know, even though like mm-hmm. she felt like she had to do that and betray. Yeah the Jones is right, but maybe she didn't really want to, maybe she was threatened in another way or I don't know. I mean, there's the scene where she like says, you should have listened to your father. That's pretty like, Oh, she's a Nazi. But like, also, Mm -hmm. like you said, story, there's a lot of conflict throughout the movie with her beliefs. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then she dies. Yeah. Falls into the pit. Well, you know, people get their comeuppance. I mean, they, you know, you, uh, that's technically the definition of karma is when you get your just desserts um, in the afterlife, so to speak. So, like, obviously her um, her quest resulted in her death. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, is there anything we don't like about this movie? I have one thing. Hit me with Cos- it. Cosm. Or some say cause, uh, protector of the Grail decides to incinerate one of the markers. Hmm. I mean, he had to do what he had to do, I guess. Yeah. I, but here's the thing: Th- that's like the one inconsistency. Because you, you were like, if you were like set to protect, wouldn't you try? I mean, even if you're, even if you like went into this night's gravesite took the shield and just like, that's your protection. So no one will find it. Just take it away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yet. No, the minute someone gets close, you're going to be like, well, I guess I got to burn everything to the fucking ground. It's like, yeah. Even if you know, they already have it too. Like what's the point yeah. at that point, you know? Yeah. It's just like, you know, they found it. Like this, mm-hmm. this, like this is where you interject and say, yo, because clearly you had a bunch of guns and you can go in in, in tight quarters Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Cosm just had a problem with rats. Under, understandable. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't want to. Maybe he didn't want to get the petroleum all over that suit he was wearing in Venice. I would you? Uh, Venice. Would you? I, I mean, I wouldn't want to get anything on there. Petroleum? If I'm if Hell I'm no. if I'm set to protect the Holy Grail, I'll get a new suit. Man, so, I don't know. I don't know if you know how crisp that suit was, man. I don't. It was I, a very I, nice I, suit. I'd have been I, like the Holy Grail or these shoes. Nah, I'm burning this place down. <laughs> uh, this shoe I just like how, die. I'm never gonna be able to replace him. Yeah. <laughs> nice I just love all the times. I, I just love all the times he would say, "Ha, ah, Venice," mm-hmm. <laughs> like at least three ah. or four times or something like that. Yeah. Because I mean, that's the that, that's the one inconsistent thing that I I mean I wish I had. In same with that scene, he's like, "I found a way out." Deep breath. And then all of a sudden they end up like 
coming out of a sewer. Like, yeah. I mean, how where did the fire go? Yeah, like, <laughs> like what did you find that you were able to just dive down into? Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty. I sure, wish I knew how. I'm pretty sure if you're submerging into petroleum and you open your eyes, you probably end up blind at that point. Yeah, I would imagine that probably wasn't a burn the eyes pretty well, but it's not like you can see very well underwater, even if you open your eyes. Yeah. Even, even, even in normal water. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm one to forgive, you know, kind of a little bit of stretches of the imagination when it comes to movies. Sure. That one, I remember even at the time when I was a kid, I was like, that just, that, that, that was the part that just didn't make this make the, make sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, I'm past it. Yeah. It's just a movie. Uh, all right. So we need to, mm-hmm. we need to rank this, right? We need to rank this, but before that, before we rank, okay, we need to talk about Henry Jones senior and Marcus's secret handshake in the tank. Oh yeah. What a, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> that is, a oh, that is, a. How, how did it go? How did it go? It's like, it, I, don't I don't know. They did some kind of like weird bird dance yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like just, mm. oh God, I was like, this is like, God, they're like children in this tank. Yeah. <laughs> Gen- a genius of the rest of, I don't know. Something yeah, like something that. Like that. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was funny. I liked it. I know it's kind of corny or whatever, but I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely two academics that completely forget where the fuck they are at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're here to rescue you, and then all of a sudden the Germans are coming back into the tank. Like, well, guess not. <laughs> uh, all right, it's time to rank the Last Crusade. So, okay, they say genius of the restoration, and then Marcus responds with aid in our resuscitation. That's, that's literally the first time in my life I've actually known. I know what they say now. Now it's just going to be stuck in your head forever now. Yeah. Genius of the restoration. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Uh, exactly. Exactly. I don't know if they know what that means. They probably. I don't think they do. They probably yeah, got drunk. I really and don't. Just it's probably it some real big inside joke that they don't even know how it came from. Yeah. Where it came yeah. from. Maybe they're friends. Maybe they were friends in real life. And that's where it came mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, guys, let's rank this movie. Yeah. So our current standings right now is Temple of Doom at number two and mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark at number one. I think we can all agree this is better than Temple of Doom. Yes. Are we going to put this above Raiders? Now, don't take into quality. Don't take into... Obviously, Raiders has some pacing it's better pace and has you know better it's better but this is our favorite this is our ranking list do we want to I mean, put it if we're i'm i'm i'll i'll throw i'll throw my i'll throw my sword on the table here it's my favorite it may not be the actual best but it's my favorite so yeah this is i'm willing to put it above raiders I personally am also willing to put it above Raiders, but I will also listen to the other side. Yeah. 
I, I, I acknowledge that the majority of people that I know that love the Indiana Jones movies always put Last Crusade first, um, being the best one. And I, in some cases, I'll agree with them because it's it's funny, it's adventurous, it takes them to some crazy exotic locations. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, the action is great, the pacing is great, all the characters, everybody's greatly, ca- you know, well casted. Um, but uh, I still, I, I still put Raiders as Raiders first, just because okay. of, you know, for me, we really got to, I mean, it, it was such to me Raiders is the origin story, of who he was and kind of stumbling on his way as becoming a great adventurer. And then we see in the last crusade where like we see him in his prime, so to speak, where he is like, he's like, yeah, I'm the man. I know what I'm doing here. So Raiders first for me, this is like 1.5. I think, (laughs) I think the, I think the only, the only way I would try and poke holes in, in, in not like that. I mean, I've said this before. I said this early in the show. Raiders of the last of the lost Ark is the best film in this series. In terms of like, I would say that this is more of an origin story than Raiders. And in we we saw that Temple of Doom is a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. And here we get Indiana Jones at. I mean, I forget. I forget when this takes place. I forget when. 1938. So it's after Raiders and Temple of Doom, yes? Mm-hmm. So this is probably him at his smartest, most wily in terms of being an adventurer. Uh, I do like the fact that he opens the movie saying 70% of archaeology is done in the, the library. library. Yep. And X never marks a spot, but <laughs> X marks the fucking spot in this one. Um, but that that would be the only, like, counter i would do that but also this is friggin' subjective so so it i i would say do we want to do we want to do what we want or do we want to go with the tide of humanity on this one because i feel like the tide of humanity will hold up raiders and temple of doom before last crusade really temple of doom i i think the tide i think the tide will overwhelmingly say last crusade isn't the best pardon me i i i i i would think that the tide would say last crusade is the best oh i i i think i i would disagree just in Mm -hmm. in all of the long-form crit i've read just about movies many mention raiders of the lost ark is one of the greatest action films ever made Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of film heads that i've been friends with and in conversations with they're like yeah temple of doom why do you like last crusade so much that one's fucking dumb but you know, I, I don't understand why people don't like Last Crusade. I like same. that. That's I know. Like we're kind of getting going backwards on this right now, but like I just I don't understand that sentiment. I think it's like I think it's fun. Like to me, I think Temple of Doom is by far the worst one. Like yeah. out of all of them. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I I would agree. I would agree. Um. Um. I but I I think. Do we want to go by the majority or do we want to go? Well, I think I think Raiders. now's the point where we have to sit here and ask, do we really want to go with our favorite or do we want to go with which movie is the best? I don't care what everybody else thinks. I like, yeah. Well, that's subjective. I mean, at this point, 
it's our own individual preferences. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we well, go with the status quo of what everybody else says, what honestly, what's the point in having this podcast yeah. if we're ranking? Right. We should yeah. be ranking so, them according to our but, own personal tastes. But I, I mean, I think we all kind of agree that Raiders is still the best movie, even though this one, you know, Matt and I, this is our favorite one. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean. Oh, then we go with Last Crusade. Majority rules, right? Last Crusade number yep. one, Raiders two, and so far Temple three. Okay, then that's that's where right. we're that's what we'll have it. I'll, I'll concede. I mean, I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna argue. No, Obviously, I just I, I expected this I to go longer because we last yeah. night with Thor we had a really long conversation on where Thor <laughs> should sit, and I said it should be in the toilet in the hallway. <laughs> uh, Is that the first one? I yeah. thought Dark World was like the worst one. I don't, dude. I haven't seen Dark World World since it came out. I don't remember a single thing about it. I just you, know, like, you don't have to see it. At, well, we we do because we're doing MCU. No, and you review. don't. Nope. <laughs> nope. You don't have to. You could skip that one. Uh. So, all right then. Well. Well, Last Crusade. I mean, you know, that's the, the you know, top. like like I said, that's how I've always thought about like movies and you know video games and just. You know, to me, I can acknowledge both sides of the argument. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I could acknowledge that some people, there, there's some people that think Temple of Doom is the better paced action movie, and we got to see a darker side of Indiana Jones as opposed to Raiders and Last Crusade. We saw the very selfish and arrogant side of Indiana Jones in Temple mm-hmm. of Doom, which yeah. was a, a character trait that none of us have ever seen before. Mm-hmm. But we also get to see the kind of like more charismatic James Bondish style in Last Crusade. But, you know, so it's like, I, I guess it's all up to personal interpretation. And yeah. I'm not going to knock anybody for their own personal beliefs on. No. Oh, me, me. Yeah. I'm not. So, I'm, I, 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 I mean, that's why I won't I'm, fight I'm anybody. I'm no longer on this. an insufferable 15 year old. <laughs> yeah. That's why I won't fight anybody on this. If, yeah. You know, if, if it's one of those things that if we could reach a consensus and a good consensus that Last Crusade is better, mm-hmm. you know, Last Crusade number one, Raiders two. Mm hmm. Temple of Doom 3. Cool. I have a feeling I'm going to fight you, Corey, on Temple of Doom and Crystal Skull, though. That's, sounds I mean, like it. I, f- I mean, that's sounds fair. Sounds like it. That's fair. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, so to be fair, I haven't watched Chris, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in probably like five years. I think we talked about it some on Nerds Gone Rogue at one point, Matt, but yeah, like, we did. Yeah. I, I just remember thinking it was totally watchable and mm-hmm. like really enjoying my time with it. So, the only like the one thing that bothered me a little bit was like Shia LaBeouf always combing his hair in like every scene, but like, yep. I mean, that was the fifties. Yeah. Fucking Kaniki from Greece over here. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the, um, the, the, the whole Jeep sequence in the woods in the in the jungle. Yeah. That was. So before before we 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 talk about getting out of here, and prepping for Crystal Skull. I want to gauge the room here on something. I've never watched aliens. I've never watched the young Indiana Jones stuff. I, I watched, are we interested? I watched part of it, but only because like it was, it was on Netflix for a little bit, but it was only like a couple episodes per season. And so like, I've watched some of it and it was like, it was fine, but I haven't watched it since I was a kid. Yeah, like I don't really remember a lot of it, to be honest. So, 
I mean, it's something we could talk about. I mean, we could do it theoretically if we want, but uh, I don't know. Is, Is that, that what you're trying to gauge, Matt? Yeah, I'm. Okay. I because I'm actually interested. Uh, the person who plays young Indiana Jones in terms of like the River Phoenix role is Sean Patrick Flannery. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Boondock Saints. From Boondock Saints. Oh. Uh, the less famous one from Boondock Saints. Um, and I was just looking at it. I think the only problem we'd have is tracking it down. Because uh, it doesn't look... I, I, I mean, I don't have Paramount Plus or Apple TV. And there's one season streaming on both of those services. Uh, uh, but we might have to talk in terms of the way abnormal mapping describes it, uh, Yahoo anime rules. And I'm not going to go into any further details than that. Um, well, but... I mean, if it's hard, like I, th- I think maybe like we just do some research over the next couple of weeks and see if it's easy to track down. And if it's not, then yeah. we just skip it. Right. I mean, I mean, I think in terms of sanity's sake, I would propose we do that after Crystal Skull. That way, if we only get like a couple episodes in and we're just like, no, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> we we can nope out of it real easy. Yeah, no, I agree. And then, ju- and then just wait till IJV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, the guy who plays old Indiana Jones has an eye patch. So I just want to point that out. I mean, George eventually Hall. that had to happen. Some, someone had to take someone had to take Indiana, one of Indiana Jones's eyes. We all knew that was going to happen. You think that happens in Indiana Jones Five? You think he gets stabbed in the eye and has to wear? That'd be patch? cool if it does. I mean, there are references to the young Indiana Jones stuff in Crystal Skull. I do know that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll ex- we'll explore this. There's a lot of people in this move in this show. By the way, mm-hmm. listed in the cast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, I mean, Christopher Lee is in the cast, Jess- Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, Daniel solid Craig, cast. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Like, there's a lot of people in here. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, well, let's get out of here. I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to this episode of Standard Definition. We have one more movie left, and maybe, maybe Young Indiana Jones. We'll see. But one movie for sure. Matt Stoy, I appreciate your time tonight. Stoy, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the EXP cast. We're a video game podcast, part of the Boss Rush Network. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at EXP cast. And my personal Instagram and Twitter handle at Stoy, M-K-E-8. Matt? You can find me everywhere I want to be at infinite underscore rewind. That's Twitter. That's Instagram, various video game platforms and others. Uh, You can also find me hosting three or co-hosting three podcasts. One about video games called story route zero that happens every week. Uh, One about music where my friend Caroline and I make uh, eight song playlists to get us from a negative headspace to a positive one. Uh, you can find that. That's called Trivial Merit. It's at Trivial Merit on Twitter, and that comes out every two weeks. Also, I have my own little movie show where my buddy Jesse and I talk about films we're watching. We pick one to sort of go over and highlight. The next, uh, the one that's about to come out is My Neighbor Totoro, also a Ghibli film that people should see. And we are actually about to record an episode on The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Mm. 
that's called Free Reeling It. That comes out every two weeks. Also, just to throw it out there, my co-host on that one does have a Patreon as well. It's called Why Comics, and he and a mutual friend of ours, Hana, every week talk about comics in very great and fun ways. So look for Why Comics. It's fun. Cool. You can find me at I am Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting the Boss Rush podcast every Wednesday, as well as various other things here on the Boss Rush Network. Check out all of our content on BossRush.net. If you listen on iTunes or Spotify, give us a five-star rating. Uh, remember, you can get the show two weeks early if you go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Network for just a dollar. Thank you guys so much for watching. And until next time, we love you. Goodbye. I appreciate you. I don't really love you. That's- seems kind of weird especially since i don't know you i love coward i love you i don't don't just open my heart to anybody okay